Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. We start here on Straight Out of Vegas with the happenings in LA on Wednesday night. Ho hum, the Lakers lose again and they lose by double digits, 115 to 99 to the Denver Nuggets. But the story out of this game is LeBron James passing Michael Jordan on the all time scoring list. King James now fourth all time passing his boyhood idol. Now, listen, I don't want to overhype what we're going to do in this first segment. All right. But fundamentally, we're going to connect LeBron James and his scoring last night to the earth and all the humans that inhabit it. That's the world premiere concept that we are going to do. So let's lower expectations. Because think about this for a minute. This was the most anticlimactic event I can imagine. I mean, imagine five years ago if I would have said there's going to be a day where LeBron's at home in 2019 and when that day starts, Michael Jordan's going to be sitting above him on the scoring list. Remember, 
Scoring is what basketball is about. This isn't some obscure stat. This is scoring. And then at the end of the day, LeBron's going to be ahead of Michael Jordan. What would you think would happen? It would be like, oh, my, that sounds like one of the biggest days of the year. It also sounds like the day the Colin Cowherds of the world, Jonas's nemesis, the (laughs) idea that they're going to say things like, oh, see, another example on the resume that LeBron's better than Michael. But we haven't heard that. Jonas, you monitor, monitor talk radio very closely. What, 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 was, what, what did you feel? What did you hear from this big event? Uh, that it was lackluster. There wasn't a lot of emotion to it. Didn't feel like a real big event. It didn't. And to me, it really speaks to the following, and this is one of those global questions. Does winning matter? Because if you listen closely to talk radio shows, there's going to be two camps. Now, most of them are in between based on what argument they're trying to make on that given day. But here's the two camps. One is, in the long run, winning titles is luck. And as long as you, you know, an individual player, you know, how good would Michael be if Scottie Pippen would have blew out his knee his rookie year. And if Carl Malone had just made that one free throw in game six, Michael wouldn't have been able to do what he did. Or if the push off of Byron Russell would have been called. You can hear those arguments all day about guys like Barkley with a ton of titles or guy, or I'm sorry, in this case, a lack of titles or a ton of titles with a guy like Brady. Right? So you've got the camp, which oftentimes, I'll be honest, is the less intellectual camp. It's the guy at the end of the bar that says, count the rings, <laughs> count the rings. And then you've got the intellectual guys. And a lot of this really did start you know, with Moneyball, with Billy Bean, with the book itself. Billy Bean said, listen, All we can do is get to the playoffs, even in a seven-game series. There's going to be so much luck. Your ability to win multiple seven-game series, some of it's just going to be luck. Now, the math guys tend to believe there is no winning gene. There is no clutch gene. They'll say that, Joe Montana went 4-0, Bradshaw went 4-0. But, you know, if Bradshaw would have won just one more of those AFC championship games against the Raiders and then went on to lose the Super Bowl, would he have been a worse quarterback? We've all heard all the arguments. But for some reason, when guys like Colin, and this is what I disagree with him the most on, And every time we talk, literally, probably 90% of the time, offline, I say, I can't believe you're still preaching this LeBron's better than Michael stuff. It's like this is probably the thing with Jonas being, you know, a a really negative calling guy. (laughs) I agree with Jonas the most on is the idea that 
if winning, if there wasn't a winning gene, if there wasn't a clutch gene, then I'm not even sure how we can debate. Wouldn't Kareem be the best player? Got the most points. He certainly has the most points. Or let's just look at Michael versus LeBron. What edge does Michael have? Open question. Wise guy roundtable here. Fezzik, Brad, Jonas in L.A. What edge would Michael have other than the winning gene, the clutch gene? Mid-range jump shot. A much better shooter mid-range. That was only later in his career, though. I mean, all I know is this. If you look at the points, if you look at the, uh, you know, especially the efficiency on, um, let's say, shooting percentage on twos, I don't don't know LeBron had or that Michael has some big advantage there. Like, I'm not trying to break him down like we would if we're, we're drafting. I'm trying to say if you watch their game, where would you say, well, oh, well, Michael's certainly better. There, 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 and there. Because in theory, a vast majority of the listeners believe Michael's better. I believe to the point of ridicule of people that disagree that Michael's better than LeBron. I think Michael's better at making those around him better. He demanded excellence and 100% intensity and just brought out the best of all of his, his teammates. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash CR show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash CR show. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We've talked a lot about LeBron passing Michael Jordan for fourth on the NBA's all-time scoring list. And now this, a report from Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports that the Lakers are planning on restricting the limit of or planning to limit the minutes on LeBron James over their final 17 games of the season. So how does that impact how Vegas views the Lakers and LeBron moving forward? I'll be honest. I think that the way the story reads and what's going to happen are two different things. Steve Fezzik, you're, I, some would say you're a little gullible. How do you read the story? What's your thoughts? Well, I think about, LeBron and his, how many points is he going to score per game? And currently, his over under is right around twenty eight points. Typically, I think so. In any given game, you can bet over under twenty eight points. Correct. And now, because of this minutes restriction, they're going to lower it. The odds makers, the bookies, going to probably make it twenty six. And my take on this, RJ, is I think that there's going to be opportunities on select nights to play LeBron under because I think he's going to be less engaged the rest of the year. See, to me. I think back, and it's kind of funny because Kobe is the next on the scoring list. And I asked the crew before the show, what do you think of when you think of LeBron, or check that, Kobe's final season with the Lakers? And to a man, it was, oh, that last game, that 60-point game. I have a feeling what you're going to do with LeBron, what you're going to see is in the right spot on national TV against a really marquee team. He's going to have a monster game or games, and people are going to come away and say, wow, he's just as good as ever. That will be the narrative in the offseason. But then here's where I disagree. I don't think he goes from, what was his normal minutes you said? 36. I don't think he goes from 36 to 30. Why? Because now, and it was just today, Colin Cowherd said, you know, a lot of dysfunction, but LeBron is 28, 8, and 8. Was that the right numbers, Brad? 27 points per game, 8.5 boards, 8 assists. Not bad. I mean, that sounds, I mean, imagine you draft a rookie and you say that's what you're getting, right? That is a top five or six player yes. in the league. I don't think in the first season, very likely LeBron misses the playoffs in over a decade, that in five years, 10 years, 20 years, we look back, we're looking through the internet or our virtual reality, and we drag over that 18-19 season. I don't think he has any desire to see those numbers drop significantly. My guess is you're going to see him miss more games because when you miss a game, it doesn't affect your per-game average. And then I think when he does play in the games, 
He'll play hard. Especially against the marquee opponents. And the I Oklahoma think Oklahoma Cities, the Houston's, the Golden States. And we started the season literally saying we expect LeBron to ebb and flow, to be a range of effort based upon is the game on TV, how marquees the opponent. I think for the rest of the year, that range of effort gets even more extreme. Higher, higher highs and lower lows, with the lows being literally not playing a bunch of games. That's my guess. Guys, from the NBA to the NFL we go, where a trade went down a short time ago between the Broncos and the Redskins. Quarterback Case Keenum is on his way to Washington for draft picks and an adjusted contract, sources tell Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. And I just can't get over it. So Keenum is going to Washington, and then Denver is sending over a seventh-round pick, and then Washington is sending back a sixth-round pick. So it's almost like take Keenum, and by the way, you got to give us some juicer, you know, some a little extra something to make this worth it. Like trading Fez to another radio show, and we need two pastrami sandwiches. <laughs> and they say, no, one pastrami, and then it's a big negotiation. Got to give back some Arby's coupons. I mean, like something. So, boy, oh, boy, does it tell the story, though, Fez. If you have data that's long-term, and if you have data that's short-term, and they are in conflict, more times than not, 80, 90% of the time, trust the big data. What did we have with Keenum long-term entering last season? Journeyman quarterback and barely capable of starting for an NFL team. But what did we have the last season before last season? Well, he had the MVP year with Minnesota. I mean, literally, now that might sound absurd. Keenum MVP, the third best QBR in the NFL. Thielen, Diggs, really good wide receivers, really good defense. Yeah, you can make a lot of excuses, but he had better stats than the than Cousins did. No doubt. So in a weird way, this is kind of the math part. Uh, and Vegas is very math-driven, is when you have a small sample size, you have a big sample size, you don't know for sure, but boy, oh boy, trust the bigger sample size. In this case, Elway went with the small sample, paid a lot of money, he's trading, and he's also throwing in a pastrami sandwich to get rid of Canham. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Now, RJ, you are a, a longtime Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and you've got a couple of guys on your team who appear to be on their way out. One of them is Antonio Brown, and the Steelers have reportedly said that they are looking to finalize a deal for Antonio Brown by Friday, which would mean tomorrow. So as it stands now, the, the names that have been out there, Tennessee, Washington, Oakland, appear to be the favorites. What does Vegas think of the destination, future destination of Antonio Brown? Well, here's what I think personally. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. You know, it's so sad. I mean, in a way, this is such an indictment of Tomlin because I heard someone talking about, imagine if San Francisco got Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. And he'd be like, well, wait a minute. That does sound exciting, doesn't it? But would their O-line be as good as the Steelers' O-line? 
in the last few years? And does anyone, even Fezzik, I mean, does even Fezzik... I love Jimmy G. <laughs> ...think that Jimmy G is better than Big Ben? Hmm. Maybe you could say this upcoming year it's possible... But certainly not the last couple years, right, Fed? Still have Big Ben in my top five, and Jimmy G is a borderline top ten at best. Right? No matter how much you love him. Still love him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so to me, the fact that, that I literally had a visceral reaction to, yeah, that would be an exciting team, except Pittsburgh would ha- has had the better O-line, the better quarterback, a B younger. I mean, he is getting older. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 not a Super Bowl appearance since 2010. Mm. That's an indictment of Mike Tomlin. But let's go to the odds. Yeah, the odds for Antonio Brown. What team will Antonio Brown be playing week one? Raiders are the favorite. Little over three to one for the Raiders. Next up, the Titans, who you're hearing about, little over five to one for the Titans. Uh, where Antonio Brown will play week one, followed by the Cards, a little over 7-1, to one, Packers 10-1. to one. Packers 10-1. to one. You got to think, you know, I heard someone talking about New Orleans. And remember, last year they traded their number one to move up for a pass rusher. But if you... Whatever, we don't know what was going on with Drew Brees, right? But we know it's one of two things. One is he's hit the wall and there ain't no coming back. Or, yeah, he's older, but he got banged up and, you know, he was 10% less of what he should have been. And thus, even a year older, he can be slightly better than he was at the end of last year, right? Imagine Fez... You're running what? What would you run? Like a six seven forty right now? <laughs> I don't know if I could finish the forty. <laughs> yeah, but let's let's say <laughs> let's say seven seconds just to use like a round number. Is <laughs> now if somehow some way you had a twisted ankle, you might run a seven one this year. Next year you're a year older, but your ankle's not twisted. So you run a 7-0. I think it's a great point because Breeze, some of the film guys were saying he just wasn't the same after he had to try to make a tackle on an interception later on in the year. And so because of that, there's some optimism, certainly to start the year, that he'll be better than what he ended the year last year at. Now let's assume that's the case. By the way, I just can't get it out of my mind. Imagine if we had Fezzik running the 40, but then we had a sound system, and right when he went off the blocks, it went, 10, 9, 8, 7. So, like, if he was trying to actually beat 10 seconds would be, like, the goal. Here's the contest for July after the MLB All-Star game when there's nothing to bet on. You have Fez run a 40 and see if Brad can drink a 40 faster than Fez can run a 40. That's that's the move. I got my money on Fez. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to take Brad. A lot, lot of practice, though, with Brad, but I got my money on Fez. I mean, the sad thing of us doing like those kind of, uh, you know, what what was it? Rich Eisen would always run the 40 yeah, run, for a Rich while. Run, yeah. Which I think is cool. Like, to me, one of the coolest stories ever is how John Glenn, the astronaut, every year he would keep taking the test, hmm. the physical test. I think up until his late 70s, he was space ready. 
And like the idea of having that annual time that you're going to get checked in. And for me, it's like, can I get those Christmas pants on, you know? So it's a whole different <laughs> thing, but, but there is something cool about that. But to me, this does tie into, to wrap up, you know, the football side of this, this really does tie into the, is it about winning? Because does any, does, does Brown think that any of those teams, you know, maybe the Saints, right? If there's somehow they can do it. Especially because they already have one really good wide receiver. Yeah, but the odds are very good. Let, let me ask you this. If you had a ticket, Fez, that Brown, if he wins the Super Bowl, you win 10000 bucks, Free roll, right? Would you want him to sign with the Steelers or would you want him to go to a random team? Steelers. Okay. Same thing with Le'Veon Bell. Steelers. So it strikes me, and we've talked about it time and time again, that there's so many numbers that seem to matter more than wins. It's stats. It's Instagram follows. It's contract cash. And not saying cash doesn't matter, not saying none of this stuff shouldn't matter some, but boy, oh boy, it seems like again and again these stories are about players making decisions where winning is secondary compared to other factors. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm R.J. Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Tipping off in a little over 10 minutes from now, we have a Big Ten matchup in college hoops right now on pregame.com. Wisconsin is a six-point favorite hosting Iowa. Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. Lean Wisconsin at the current number of six for this one. And to me, it's all about a play against an Iowa team that looks gassed. Last week and in the last couple of weeks, Iowa played four straight close games. All of them decided at the buzzer. Iowa won three of those games, and now we have an Iowa team that looked gassed last week, and they're also playing without their head coach, Fran McCaffrey, who's suspended. Lean for Wisconsin for me, but it's not a like because it's tough trusting Wisconsin in the favorite role. Why? Wisconsin is one of the worst free-throw shooting teams in the entire country. Lean Badgers. Now, that's an interesting point because in certain spread ranges— like six, six to in this eight. case. Yes. This what happens if Wisconsin's winning by five, six, seven, eight, two minutes left, foul, foul, foul. If they make those free throws, they cover. If they don't, they don't. Mm. So free throw shooting is important always, but more important for a favorite in that, what would you say, Fez, four to eight range? Absolutely. The second half of that doubleheader on ESPN sees SMU at number 12, Houston. And right now on pregame.com, Houston is a 12.5-point favorite. Lean on Houston for me, minus the 12.5. And, and I think we're buying Houston low off one of their worst performances of the season. They lose at home to UCF. So I, I think the buying low aspect for me is where the value is at. It's not alike because Houston does have a big game against Cincinnati on deck on the weekend. Lean Houston. So just a lean. Why not alike? Because of the look-ahead game, one of their biggest games of the year is on deck. Okay, interesting. So even this late in the year, but I guess in a way it's almost like we got a big game, then we got the tournament. If anything, now that I think it through, there's probably teams more prone to flat spots 
at the very end of regular season Absolutely. than any other time. Conserve your energy for the more important games, conference tournament, NCAA tournament. And conference tournament specifically where you're p- playing successive days in a row, yep. which you never do except for holiday tournaments and such during the regular season. Yep. Thursday night means a doubleheader on TNT in the NBA, and we start 8 Eastern time. It's the Pacers at the Bucks. Milwaukee is a 10.5-point favorite on pregame.com. You know, we got Fezzik here, but, you know, we were talking about him running the 40, and someone else brought up on Twitter about him talking about that in his prime he could slam a volleyball. Now, I got to be honest with you. I would bet the biggest bet of my life that he couldn't slam a volleyball in his prime, but somehow, some way, he put nearing sixty. He put up two hundred pounds, and how much money did he take from you, Brad? Five hundred bucks. I mean, he's got me <laughs> questioning just my fundamental assumptions of life. I've been hanging and banging for years. Go ahead, Faz. I lean Milwaukee here, minus 10 against Indiana. Milwaukee's on a two-game losing streak, so I expect them to be ultra-motivated. This is the longest losing streak of the year for Milwaukee. They were just embarrassed Monday night at Phoenix. They lost at Phoenix. They should bring maximum intensity. However, it's just a lean, RJ, because you know I hate laying double digits, and I also hate playing on a team that comes home from a long road trip, which Milwaukee is doing. Because they got the, their males piled up, they got mistresses to see, all kind of commitments. Life commitments. By the way, quickly, our poll. This is up on at RJ in Vegas. Who would you rather QB your NFL team next season? Josh Rosen? Kyler Murray? Thousands of votes in already. 55% on Murray. You can have your say right now at RJ in Vegas. Guys, the Oklahoma City Thunder are on the road at the Portland Trailblazers, and right now the Blazers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And I lean to Oklahoma City plus the three-and-a-half. It's a bad spot for Portland. So four games, four leans, not one like. Just a lean. It's, the, right. it's Portland's. It's their first game back after a seven-game road trip. Tuesday night, they finished the road trip at Memphis. They have to fly all the way across the country. It's their eighth city, Portland's, in 15 nights, RJ. Horrible spot for Portland, but it's just a lean on Oklahoma City because Portland is playing great basketball, and historically, they're better at home than on the road. We talked about it yesterday. The theory going around is Golden State, not quite as big of a favorite as you think at this point of the year. Why? Because the style of play is so familiar now with the rest of the NBA. Do you think OKC is the team that could best handle them in the West? 20 seconds. I think Houston is actually the team, and here's why. I think OK City, the problem is Westbrook is not having a good year. He's just not shooting well enough. It's just a triple-double. Yes, and if you look at Houston, Chris Paul and Capella have been hurt for much of the year. Now, finally, the big three is back with Harden for Houston. So the theory is, ultimately, the season stats for Houston are going to be deceivingly bad, and those players that were hurt are going to be somewhat rested for the playoff run. Fresh legs. All right, that's interesting. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.